live around the globe. It's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard Hour 2 of America's number one travel radio show, everyone, also known as the fastest two hours in travel. On this first weekend of January, as we're all coming off celebrating New Year's, we hope everyone in our audience has enjoyed a wonderful Christmas, Hanukkah, or whatever you celebrate, and you've kicked off 2020 in grand style. That's right, and maybe since we're a travel show, you've kicked off in grand style and set yourself some interesting travel goals for the year. Well, we hope so. Yeah, we hope so. We're excited for a new year, a new show, and some new guests. And, and we have some new places that we're going to we be going this year. Do. We'll yes. be talking about those as the shows unfold yep. throughout the year. Looking forward to a good uh, 2020. Yes, we are, for sure. And if you're just joining us and you missed hour one of the program today, we are a two-hour show, so I'm sorry that you missed the first 50%. Uh, we archive it certainly always on our website, but as we do on all holiday weekends, this program is a little different today as we're rebroadcasting some popular segments heard on the show over the past few months as Mary and I bring you a special Encore presentation. That's right, and we do want to share Destination Spotlight number 51. That was Newport, Rhode Island again with you, but before we get there, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what's coming up and share that Hour 2 rundown. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to take you back to our August 17th live broadcast and rebroadcast our conversation that we had with Jeff James. He's from the Disney Institute, and he talked to us about the Disney way. And they, they certainly have their own they way of doing things. They absolutely do. It was a really interesting conversation. And then Julia Thompson will offer ideas for hotel hacks that work and some that don't. And that was from a segment that we aired back on December 14th. I know so you're still recently. talking about that. I am. That's why we're going to run it again. It was a kind of a fun segment. And Robert and I will also do another listener email segment ahead for you. And then from a segment that originally aired on our show early last month, Robert and I will wrap today's special New Year's Encore broadcast of RM World Travel discussing national parks that welcome you for winter with David and Kay Scott. But before we get to all of that, let's bring back Evan Smith and hear about Newport, Rhode Island again from Destination Spotlight number 51 that aired live back on August 24th. Hello, Evan. Nice to connect with you today for our Destination Spotlight. Thank you for having me on the show today. Oh, well, nice to have you here with us. So listen, you know, Mary and I, we've probably been to Newport at least a dozen, I don't know, maybe 18 times over the years. It certainly can get crowded during the summer season, but there's always something to do there. And as we head into the post-Labor Day and fall season, frankly, I'd say it's perhaps the best time of year to go to Newport. So we could discuss so many things with you to entice our listeners on Newport. You've been with Discover Newport now for 30 years. So tell me, what are a couple things that you really enjoy most about the city? Well, I think this is a place where American history comes to life for a lot of people. So this is a place where history, sport, and culture really get up close and personal with it. It's a wonderful place to explore. Uh, It's a quintessential New England seaport. So when travelers think of what does New England look like, what does a New England seaport look like, I think they're going to find the image to be Newport, Rhode Island. Okay, so in terms of the history, I always think of, of course, the historic mansions, but we've enjoyed the Tennis Hall of Fame, which is located in Newport for our listeners who don't know that. Great beaches and, of course, specialty shops and great shopping in the Which you've enjoyed. Um, But I want to touch on what's coming up in September because there are some big festivals coming up. You've got the Newport International Boat Show, the Newport Mansions Wine and Food Festival, and something new, I think, that you're starting, the Harbor Lights. What can you share about that? 
Well, September is one of the great months to visit Newport and all of New England, uh, but we're very fortunate to feature several marquee events. Uh, the Newport International Boat Show is September 12th through 15th, and it's both an in-the-water and, and on-land boat show. It's one of the largest shows on the American East Coast, but for mariners and other enthusiasts, it's a place to go shop for all types of marine equipment, including small boats, big boats, and everything you need to float your boat. Um, <laughs> so even if you're not a marine enthusiast, it's a wonderful thing to do. The following weekend, September 19 to 22, we have the Newport Mansions Food and Wine Festival, and that's a wonderful culinary event where people can come experience uh, grand tastings from restaurants from all over the United States, actually, mm-hmm. um, and you get a chance to taste some great wine in unbelievable settings of the plush and luxurious grounds of the Newport Mansions. So this is a very um, elegant event, a, a nice event to get dressed up for and, and go experience the finer things in life, mm-hmm. Newport Food and Wine Festival. Well, a lot of festivals are going on. It's the Harbor Lights. We're going to premiere a new event this year, um, Harbor Lights. We're going to try to illuminate the entire Newport waterfront. Um, Some cities in America do floating parades, light parades at night. We're going to do the opposite. We're going to leave the boats in their slips, and we're going to ask them to light up in the slips. So we're going to move Mm -hmm. the people instead of the boats. So we envision everybody strolling up and down the historic waterfront of Newport, and all the boats will be illuminated. So we want to illuminate the whole thing, support shopping and dining. It's going to be a great new experience, and we hope it will be a wonderful new Mm. annual event. And and what's the date that's coming up on? That is going to be September 20th and 21st. Okay, interesting. So, you know, I know Mary mentioned the mansions. And, folks, if you haven't experienced them along Bellevue Avenue, you know, you really have to add them to your travel list. So, Evan, if I were to ask you right now to choose one thing that best identifies Newport, would it be the historic mansions? Would it be known as the sailing capital of the world? Or something else that, you know, we do when we're there. It's just a great place to walk. The wonderful thing about Newport is there's so many different things to different people. Um, and so if you ask that question to 100 different people, you would get 100 different answers. I think our city is best known for its architecture. If I had to pick one thing, I think we are an architectural capital. The architecture here is extraordinary. We are the city by the sea. We have great sailing history. But our architecture is unparalleled in America. Well, and, and we're not even talking about the quaint B&Bs or all the terrific restaurants and that. Yeah. So last question that we like to ask everybody, if you're familiar with this series in our program, we'd like to ask everybody to give us one fact that would likely surprise someone in our audience about Newport and entice them to come visit. What would that be? So one of the most popular questions we get asked all the time is, why is our state called Rhode Island when the state is not an island? And the answer to that travel trivia question is that Aquidneck Island the island where Newport resides, was the original Rhode Island. And so when people come here, they want to know that the fact Rhode Island and the Providence Plantations is the official name of the state, but the city of Newport resides on Aquidneck Island, which was the original. Which was originally Rhode Island. So you are in both. That's very interesting. All the years we've been, I did not know that myself. So thank you very much, Evan, for joining us today. Folks, if you want to find out more, very simple, discovernewport.org. Have a great weekend, okay, Evan? Thank you very much for having me. All right, Newport, Rhode Island, folks. Uh, listen, it's a fun location in the summer, certainly. Uh, fall is great. We really enjoy it when we go up there in the fall. It's quaint Spring. pretty much any time of the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you may not want to be there if they're getting a foot of snow. We understand that. But uh, but if that's your thing, then go enjoy the snow, and uh, you'll certainly enjoy all of that quaint, just the community around it. There's so much to do up there. Uh, right now, though, before we take a quick sponsor's break, I want to let you know that we have new travel polls that are up on our website at rmworldtravel.com. 
So go vote today, or here's an idea. If you're attending, maybe you still have a big New Year's celebration this weekend because with New Year's during the week, you weren't able to do that, and everyone's getting together on the weekend. Well, you know, maybe you can make it fun, if you will, and have everyone at the party do it. Pull out your phone, have everybody vote, drive up those numbers, uh, and we'll talk about them more when we return with you live next week. The poll questions that we're asking, we've shared those with you. Which travel quote most identifies with your thinking? Six options for you to choose from. And what's a practical gift to give a traveler? Also six options to choose from. Up next, though, it is Jeff James from the Disney Institute. And this special New Year's Encore edition of RM World Travel is back in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025. Or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com slash RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com slash RM to select your child now or RMWorldTravel.com. Computer systems in cars are the new normal, from electronically controlled transmissions to touchscreen displays to dozens of sensors. But all this advanced tech is expensive to fix if and when it breaks. That's why you need CarShield. CarShield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands for a covered repair, including computers, GPS electronics, and more. Get covered by CarShield today. Call 800-CAR-6000 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. Or visit rmworldtravel.com for more info. A deductible may apply. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team asked us to say thanks for the way our audience has responded because you're buying an awful lot of their great products. And if you haven't heard, they've got some super deals right now on their MyPillows, their Soft Giza Dream Sheets, the Mattress Topper, and more. MyPillows are machine washable, made in the USA, and include a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Their popular buy one, get one free premium MyPillow deal is going on right now. Just head to MyPillow.com under Radio Specials and use the promo code RM or visit rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors. There's a lot of news surrounding AMA Waterways River Cruises lately, and if you haven't heard, they've debuted a new ship, the Amadoro, on the Douro River in Portugal. They've also taken river cruising to a whole new level with their new mega ship, the Ama Magna, now sailing on the Danube River in Hungary, Austria, and Germany. At 72 feet wide, it's double the size of existing river cruise ships, but it carries less than 200 passengers. And the Amamora is also new in sailing on the Rhine River. Check out all of their ships and itineraries at amawaterways.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com. This is Robert Carey wishing all of you a happy new year. We'll be back with you live next weekend, but today you're listening to an Encore presentation. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. It's great having all of you tuned in around the country. Thanks for staying with us for the break. Robert Mary now back with you for more of our World Travel Get Together. You know, we've been looking forward to bringing you this next segment because in a moment we'll be linking in Jeff James. He's the VP and GM of the Disney Institute. 
He's waiting patiently on the show hotline. But first, a quick word about Travel Guard travel insurance. So in the coming weeks, we're going to be sharing a lot of new options coming from Travel Guard with all of you. And the reality is many travelers don't think they need coverage, but you just never know when it comes to emergency situations when you travel. If you're planning a vacation or an important trip, don't put your investment or well-being at risk. Do what we do and get travel insurance from our friends at Travel Guard. It's affordable and it provides protection in so many different ways. It's why we say, folks, whether your next trip is a solo adventure, family vacation, long or short getaway, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. Now we want to welcome to the program Jeff James. He's a 20-plus year veteran of the Walt Disney Company who's responsible for the Disney Institute. For more than three decades now, this part of the Disney Company has been helping to advise and train a variety of organizations worldwide based on the business insights, customer service, and best practices of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. Jeff, it's nice to meet you via the phone. Thanks for taking some time out of your schedule to join Mary and me and about a million or so of our listeners on RM World Travel. Robert, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, appreciate that very much. So listen, you know, back in the 90s, I spent six years working for Disney ABC uh, and had multiple opportunities to go behind the scenes at the Disney parks, the cruise ships. I know you worked there and other operations. I've always felt it's a special company. And one of the things that is unmistakable is there's a way that Disney operates that in most cases just gets it right. And they've clearly set the standard over the years in the travel, entertainment, and hospitality businesses. So let's start off with you explaining what the Disney Institute does and how you help others learn from Disney methods to improve their own operations, I guess customer service, or even people-to-people interactions. Yeah, that's great. It's a great opportunity to kind of, you're right, kick off here. Disney Institute started 30-plus years ago. Um, You may recall Tom Peters wrote that book, In Search of Excellence. Mm -hmm. A lot of people read that book. And he obviously former McKinsey partner. And what he was doing was going out and trying to find companies that had this kind of magic, or in our case, we thought about it as pixie dust, in terms of how we thought about customer experience. Um, Ultimately, as we all know, and you know very well, it comes down to culture. And it comes down to how you think about creating what we call a culture by design, versus a culture by default. What we see today, Robert, is a lot of organizations have cultures by default. So how do you create a culture by design and kind of intentionally focus on creating world-class experiences and then sustaining that for decades? So what we do at Disney Institute is go out and help organizations around the world do that. We also host courses or what we call professional development courses where we have people come to our parks and we show them what we call our living laboratories, which are our theme parks, right. and really give you kind of a bird's eye view of actually how we think about doing what we do every day. And then they can take that and adapt right. it to their own world where they are, where, whatever they're doing. That's the idea, absolutely. So it's really a very proactive approach. Um, so the philosophy of Walt Disney, when I think of Walt Disney that he applied to the resorts, it really did set a high bar for excellence in the hospitality industry and customer service between, uh, you know, I think of him and his reputation, his desire for perfection and the supreme guest experience. They really are considered the pinnacle that many hospitality companies and others are still modeling to this day. I'm curious if you found that some things that work at Disney, can they all be applied to other businesses or no? And, and if not, does the Disney Institute have a way of working around that? Yeah, you know what, Mary, it's a great question. A lot of people come to us and say, wait a second, We don't run theme parks, or we don't run cruise ships, so how could your methodology apply to us? Mm -hmm. And actually, when you peel back the onion just a bit, what you find is really, again, it's about culture. So 
So what we try to do is take those time-tested principles of how we operationalize our culture and then help others understand how they can embed it, say, in a, a sporting venue arena, for instance, or in a hospital or in a retail environment. And we've seen, to answer your question directly, Mary, that all of these practices and principles are transferable into those organizations when you really get down to kind of the framework of how we operate. That's interesting. You know, uh, in a few days, you're going to kick off a summit starting on Tuesday, August 20th. Uh, so I want to know, are these summits open to the public? And what can attendees, you know, if they're interested in learning more about Disney's level of customer service, what are they going to come away with after a summit experience? Yeah, that's a great question as well. Look, these summits are spectacular. It gives you an opportunity to get deeply immersed in how we operate. We take you on field experiences. We have world-class guest speakers that talk about their roles in the show, if you will. Um, It's a multi-day event. This year actually sold out again. We're very excited about that. And this, the summit, you know, uh, product or platform, if you will, started many years ago, and I got to tell you that it just keeps building. There's a lot <laughs> of excitement when people come down. I'm sure there is. Yeah. So I want to switch gears a little bit. You've had a career with Disney for more than 20 years. Excellent customer service is excellent customer service, period, really. But with the growing reliance on technology, and the travel industry is no exception, uh, I'd love to know your thoughts on the marriage of technology and the customer experience in destination hospitality, because we're certainly seeing burgeoning tech at big resorts, whether it's Disney or, or other resorts. So can it enhance the customer experience, in your opinion? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Tech is clearly um, in the forefront of everyone's minds. What I would say is tech needs to supplement the, mm-hmm. the real opportunity that you have when you're in front of a guest. Look, we talk about it at Disney as you have an opportunity when you're in front of a guest to either have a transaction or an interaction. And what feels better? We all know that a transaction doesn't feel very good, and an interaction feels great. So that, we believe, will never go away. But then how do you have technology surround that interaction to augment that experience to do a kind of a plus-up? You know, when people think of the Walt Disney Company, it is such a diverse, and it's an always changing entity, you know, from the theme parks to movies and animation operations. You know, I mentioned the cruise line earlier. There's retail stores. you got TV networks, international and domestic business. I mean, we could just go on and on. But Mary just mentioned earlier that you've been with the company 20-plus years. Uh, so I really want to know. I want to get a little personal with you. What do you enjoy most about working for Disney, Jeff? And is there an area of the company that you think that they excel like no one else? Wow. So what I like the most is the people. And I, what I mean by that is both my fellow cast members as well as the guests that come here. What we're able to do is provide memories that last a lifetime. And some, you know, sometimes that sounds cliche, memories that last a lifetime, but it's true. When people leave the Disney experience, they've created a memory that they are going to have with them forever. Um, as for our fellow cast members, We've done a pretty darn good job of hiring a world-class team of people, and it's a pleasure to work with very smart, intelligent people that all have one common purpose. Yeah, it's so interesting. Everything always comes back to people when we think of high levels of service. It's about the people that we're with. Um, Last question today, Jeff, before we run out of time. Can you suggest one or two things that people should always expect when they travel uh, out of the customer experience and always get? What would it be? 
I think what you should expect is a genuine emotional connection with the product or service that you're interacting with. I think people demand that now. Um, I sure do, right? Mm -hmm. Every time I go buy a product or service, I want some sort of emotional connection. And when you have that emotional connection, that creates loyalty and intent to return. And I think that's what every organization is ultimately after, is creating that connection so that people come back and buy your product and service again. Which again ties back to it really is about the human personal experience or the interaction versus not necessarily well, always uh, the transaction. Because at yeah. the end of the day, listen, I mean, it, it, as we just talked about here, it is people, it's mm -hmm. culture, it's all being on the same page. And that is an area, having worked with the company, having certainly what we do in the travel world, uh, recognizing uh, what you delivered for travelers or for visitors and so forth, it, it happens consistently. And, you know, obviously that leads to people being happy, and it's a good thing. So, Jeff, very nice to connect with you. I am sure that we will uh, be connecting down the road again. Keep us updated on your activities at the Disney Institute, and enjoy the weekend, okay? Robert and Mary, thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff. Have a great weekend. All right, there goes Jeff. Gives you a little bit of taste of Disney, the Disney Institute, and how they operate. And, uh, I mean, I certainly can tell you, I mean, folks, a lot of moving parts behind the scenes with the company. And they are a standard bearer for sure. But those uh, professional development courses that they're offering, Mary, uh, I mean, yeah, those very are ongoing courses. Yeah. Half yeah. day, one day. All uh, kinds of different uh, and they're not that crazy. Do. They're about, I think they're about $1,500 or so. So you can check those out. I think the website is DisneyInstitute.com. Uh, right now, it is time for us to take a quick break, so please connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at RM World Travel. And we always enjoy hearing what you all have to say out there, so please do connect with us. And we're going to pause for a few sponsor messages, but there's still a lot more of RM World Travel to come today, this hour and next. So we ask you to stay right where you are, as we're coming right back. Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. It's open enrollment, Fred. Time to compare plans. Oh, Alice, we're fine with what we have. Well, that's what the Johnsons thought until they tried Medicare's new plan finder. The Johnsons, huh? We saved on our prescription costs. And got extra benefits. Come on, Fred, maybe we'll find something better. Plans change every year. Use the new plan finder at Medicare.gov to compare health and drug plans. Open enrollment ends December 7th. What do you know? Comparing plans really pays. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com, or you'll also find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under Sponsors. This is Mary Carey wishing all of you a happy new year. We'll be back with you live next weekend, but today you're listening to an Encore presentation. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. 
We're moving right along today as we're only up to our C-Block segment of this first hour of the broadcast. And this portion of the program is sponsored by Ancestry.com. Traveling to visit places where your family came from is a popular thing to do. I think most of us certainly enjoy learning more about our past. Every person in family has a story, and Ancestry DNA can reveal ethnic origins and provide historical details that bring unique family stories to life. That's why we believe it's a meaningful gift with the power to connect families over the holidays. From discovering origins in over 500 regions to the most connections to living relatives, no other DNA test delivers such a unique interactive experience. Only Ancestry DNA uses the world's largest family history database to give a deeper and more detailed DNA story. Right now, you can save big on Ancestry DNA with special holiday pricing and give the gift that can unwrap history. Go to Ancestry.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, last segment, you heard us talking with Scott Salambrino, and now we're going to mix it up as Julia Thompson is waiting for us on that show hotline. She's the travel and books editor for USA Today. We invited her on to discuss a recent article they featured on hotel hacks. So let's get right to it and find out about hotel hacks that work and those that don't. Hello, Julia. Nice to connect with you today. You too. Thanks for having me. Nice to have you on the show for sure. So you know, let's start off with some tech hacks that you wrote about that work well in hotels. I think a good place to start is with the phone chargers, since we all rely on them. Share with everyone right now the phone charger hacks in case you forget your charger, but you may remember the cable. However, you don't have that brick. Sure. Um, you know, this has happened to me a couple times where I'm throwing everything in my bag and I forget part of my charger, you know. So if you have the cable but you don't actually have the charging brick, there's a port in pretty much all new TVs that is a USB in port. And so if you look at the back of the TV, you can actually plug your phone charger into the TV. Now, you have to turn the TV on to, get, to make sure that uh, your phone gets the charge, but it actually works. Like then you turn on your phone, you have a full battery. It's wonderful. Um, the other uh, phone charger hack that might be useful for your folks is that if you actually forget your entire charger, a lot of hotels keep extra chargers at the desk because so many people leave their they chargers forget at them, the right? yeah, They've got that so box true. that you go down to and they're like, oh, yeah, are you Android? Are you Apple? What are you? Here you are. Here's the cords. Here's your charger. Right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So don't think that you're out of luck if you've forgotten your charger. Just go ask the folks in the lobby, and they may have one for you. Yeah, they usually do for sure. All right, so the hack that sort of startled me, Julia, was the, uh, a food hack. It was the one with the iron. It really cracked me up, but hey, whatever works. A panini and an iron. Please explain. So I'll actually tell you that my husband used to drive the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. And so when he did that, he spent an entire year living in hotels. And so I actually got this hack from him because he was trying to save money. He was just out of college. And what he did is he'd go to the grocery store, he'd get a loaf of bread, some parchment paper, and some butter, and he would actually make grilled <laughs> cheese with his iron I love in this. his hotel room. Uh, no, no, Julia, <laughs> and, when I bring my nice dress shirt I, and there's some butter or grease, I'm not sure I'm loving this idea. I really not. Your but, shirt okay. will be hanging in the but shower your getting fed. steamed yeah, with the okay. other hack, with okay. the wrinkles, while you're making the grill. I, I love grilled cheese. I thought this was a great hack. <laughs> love it. You know, it seems lowbrow, but it actually works. Yeah. And I ended up using it on a panini, one of those, like, just gas station style ones. And it actually tasted really good, so much better than if you hadn't, you know, warmed it up and made it kind I'm of I'm never going to look at that iron the same now, for I sure. love it. All right. <laughs> Julia, not every hack was a win in the article, so I think we have to talk about that briefly. Give everyone listening an idea of a hack or two that might be widely touted across social media or the web, but when push comes to shove, it doesn't really cut it. So a lot of people post about how you can make food using the coffee maker. Mm -hmm. Well, 
maybe is the answer. If you have a coffee maker that gets the water actually hot enough, that could work. So for instance, if you buy like a cup of noodles or macaroni and cheese where it just requires hot water, sure, if the water gets hot enough, but if the water doesn't get hot enough in that coffee maker, which a lot of them don't, then you just end up with this goopy mess. I actually tried this in a hotel room and it was very unappetizing, much less so than my grilled panini using the iron. <laughs> all right. So from all the different hacks that you list here, we, we don't have time to go through them all. Uh, do you have a favorite? Hmm. You know, the one that I probably use the most often is hanging up the shirt in the bathroom or some piece of clothing in the bathroom while you're taking a shower. So if you take a really hot shower, you know, get the bathroom really steamy, then you come out, your shirt on the hanger that was a little bit wrinkly before, most of the wrinkles have just fallen right out. Because I hate ironing. Yeah, yeah. well, that, so, listen, I understand unless that. Unless you're making a sandwich. Earlier this year, exactly. we did a cruise uh, down the Adriatic Sea on a seaborne ship. They're probably not going to be happy to hear this. And our oldest son, I walk into his cabin, oh, yeah. and it's like a sauna in there with the, with the water dripping off the walls. And I said to him, what are you doing? Oh, Dad, i got to go to dinner. I'm, I'm, my shirt's in the, in the shower. And I'm like, we're on a cruise ship. What are you doing? Oh, my God. We only have so much water. water tank. I mean, so uh, you may want to be cautious about where you do that. Right. Exactly. And I try to do it while I'm in the shower so you know you're not wasting too much water. Right. But, man, it really works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It definitely does. I think our ship, uh, they, they had, they, that was a crazy moment. Anyway, well, listen, there are a lot of hacks on here. Uh, we got to wrap the segment, unfortunately, Julia, because if uh, if not, our engineer Bobby is just going to shut us off, and none of us want that. So, again, we really appreciate your time today. We look forward to talking again sometime soon, and we wish you a great holiday season, okay? Same to you. Thanks for having me. Great Take talking. Care. Thanks, Julia. Bye-bye. All right. There goes Julia and uh, some of those hacks. I, opinion I love the iron. alternate yeah, okay. use of an iron uh, for a grilled uh, cheese. I'm going to try know it. What to say on I'm that trying right it. Now. I'll report I am going to say we're going to pause it. briefly for some sponsor messages, everybody. Please stay right where you are. There's more RM World Travel coming right up. And Mary and I next, we're going to get to some of those emails that you've sent in to us. So don't go anywhere. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child now or rmworldtravel.com. It's open enrollment, Fred. Time to compare plans. Oh, Alice, we're fine with what we have. Well, that's what the Johnsons thought until they tried Medicare's new plan finder. The Johnsons, huh? We saved on our prescription costs. And got extra benefits. Come on, Fred, maybe we'll find something better. Plans change every year. Use the new plan finder at Medicare.gov to compare health and drug plans. Open enrollment ends December 7th. What do you know? Comparing plans really pays. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Your home is important. That's why GEICO helps make it easy to save on homeowners insurance. Because home is more than just a place. Home is where you curl up on the couch in a fetal position and cry at cheesy movies, even though you've seen them a thousand times and have all the lines memorized. You and and me and also also you you with me me. and And you you and and I. I. 
The GEICO Insurance Agency could help protect the tear-filled comfort zone you call home. Call GEICO and see how easy it is to switch and save on homeowner's insurance. Credit products are issued by WebBank. Member FDIC rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Offer valid for loan products 90 days after today. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How do I feel? Awesome. Like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Hundreds of thousands of people are discovering the relief of a fixed-rate debt consolidation loan through Avant. I paid off all my credit cards, and now I just have one easy monthly payment with Avant. And I don't have to worry about the rates going up. Avant offers you access to unsecured debt consolidation loans from $2,000 to $35,000. When I saw Avant was accredited by the Better Business Bureau, I knew that was the company for me. Do you know how good it feels to only worry about one monthly payment? Experience the relief of a debt consolidation loan through Avant. Plus, get a free $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and get this free offer, go to Avant.com and enter code 7575 when applying. Avant.com code 7575. That's Avant.com code 7575. It's open enrollment, Fred. Time to compare plans. Oh, Alice, we're fine with what we have. Well, that's what the Johnsons thought until they tried Medicare's new plan finder. The Johnsons, huh? We saved on our prescription costs. And got extra benefits. Come on, Fred. Maybe we'll find something better. Plans change every year. Use the new plan finder at Medicare.gov to compare health and drug plans. Open enrollment ends December 7th. What do you know? Comparing plans really pays. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Whether you're busy planning your next trip, listening at home with a fire, headed to the ski slopes, or catching some rays on a warm beach, Happy New Year from all of us at RM World Travel. Today's broadcast is an encore presentation. Get out the map, get out the map, lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Thanks for being part of our World Travel get-together today, everyone. It's the part of the show. Listen, that we enjoy a lot answering your emails. Thanks to all of you who are sharing your travel questions and your travel experiences with us. Uh, we also want to share a quick word about MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team really appreciate this audience. Why? Because you buy so many of their products, and we certainly thank you for all of that as well. They've actually created a radio specials button right on the homepage of their website that's now delivering their best offers. And right now, when you use promo code RM, you can get one premium MyPillow and get one for free. You know, folks, listen, whether it's their various pillows that Mary's just talking about with the special, their geese the dream sheets, mattress topper, or other items, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com, use our RM promo code for any or all of the deals listed under radio specials. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, here's our first email. It's from Hannah. She listens to us in the Atlanta area. Thank you very much for that. And she's asking, my sister and I are interested in attending one of the big hot air balloon festivals and going up in a balloon. Everyone always talks about Albuquerque, but are there others that we could go to instead? Well, Hannah, uh, as we broadcast right now at almost 10.45 a.m. on Saturday, October 12th, the annual Hot Air Balloon Festival is actually going on in Albuquerque. I know you sent your email in a few weeks ago, but it started last weekend. It ends tomorrow, and it began out there way back in 1972. But unless you're hearing this right now and you can hop on a plane to Albuquerque, you're going to have to wait till next year to attend this event. There are others out there, Mary. I know there's a big one in the summer in your state that you grew up in. Uh, any that you want to share with Hannah? 
Uh, there is one. I grew up in New Jersey, and they actually host the largest summertime hot air balloon festival. It's a huge draw. That's in July. Pretty sure it's in July. Um, yeah, it's late Re- July. Yeah, I think, right. I think so. Reno has, um, they've been hosting a large hot air balloon festival since the early 80s. So that's um, every year. That's in early September. That was just last month. Colorado Springs has theirs over Labor Day every year. They call it the Labor Day Liftoff. That's hmm. supposed to be a really good one. Um, and then I guess if you want to go to Europe and experience their biggest hot air balloon, Festival. They've got one in Bristol, England. That's about three hours west of London. It's not too far from Bath. And uh, Hannah, I have one other suggestion. Um, I'm not sure I would do this, but from January 25th to February 2nd, it's going to be a little cold. The International Hot Air Balloon Festival is held in the snow in the Swiss Alps. Wow, it must okay. be beautiful, though. Imagine all the colors <laughs> well, of the sure balloons. Well, I'm sure it's gorgeous. You've got to freeze, so but for that, it features, dress warm. Yeah, very, very much so. Features over 100 balloons and even offers nighttime glow-in-the-dark competitions. Yeah, you would so not that, do that. I don't. See I wouldn't go up in it, but I'd go yeah, to go it. Yeah, see that. Yeah. interesting. Right. But I wouldn't go up in you it. Know, France in also <laughs> has an event every year that they hold. They were actually the first ones to do anything with balloons and travels. Uh, it dates back to the 1780s when King Louis the 16th and Marie Antoinette and something like 100,000 people, I believe, if I have my history correct, they watched on as it uh, flew over. Oh, Versailles. that would be fun yeah, to well, see from well, the ground. <laughs> you'd have to go do some time travel back to get that but uh, all right here's our next email from stan who listens on our 24 7 tuning.com channel he's asking i'm a trucker and i travel the country for my job primarily the i-75 corridor between cincinnati and atlanta and the i-65 route between cincinnati and montgomery i heard you talking about whataburger last week and just love the place what are some other fast food places you always hit up when you're on the road well stan listen you're funny mary and i don't really hit up as you say a lot of these fast food places when we travel it's not that we don't eat them because sometimes it's necessary and i think frankly when we were first married mary you know we're traveling with our kids or even when i would go on business trips alone we ate more fast food yeah than we but certainly we, do, we do hit them up every now and then yeah, on the do. road trips listen, around the u.s whataburger is great and yeah. we also like their delicious fried apple pies we didn't get into that Last week. Checkers is another favorite. We like the black pepper on their fries and burgers. And Bojangles is good if you like chicken on a biscuit. So any other Mary? All right. Well, Stan, since you travel to Atlanta, most people know about Chick-fil-A. It started in a suburb of Atlanta. We've eaten at their original location. It's not far from the Atlanta airport. It's called the Dwarf House. Excellent milkshakes, hand-spun milkshakes, by the way. What makes it unique is it's the only Chick-fil-A to serve burgers at that particular location. Think about that. Our oldest son has actually won a few bets while he's been away at school uh, about Chick-fil-A serving burgers. Yeah, they don't believe him. And he's like, I told him to take a picture, which he did. So he's able to pull that out. And if you do, folks, make sure you take a picture of yourself eating a burger at the Chick-fil-A. But again, really, really good shakes, too, if shakes are your thing. And um, I do like In-N-Out. I said that last week. I like their burgers. I love their fries. And I just love a good donut anywhere. Um, Krispy Kreme. Cream is one of my favorite well, how could you go chains. Wrong with you really cream. can't. And although we haven't tried it, we've heard that Cane's is pretty good for chicken if you like chicken. So, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, Cane's. I've never and... eaten at a Cane's. Folks, if you have your own favorite place, let us know. I'll just throw, you know, Sonic, it's also a different type of place. The food's not very good, frankly, but, uh, you know, their unique drive-in style service. It's like an old-fashioned 50s or 60s place. It's fun to do with kids. And their cherry limeade, though, I would say that's worth a visit. And I know Mary and I, we sometimes joke about Jack in the Box. That's pretty nostalgic for us from our childhood. Mm-hmm. So, folks, listen, we're going to be answering more emails next week. Thank you, Hannah and Stan, for your questions today. And all of you out there, you can always send us your travel questions, comments, and stories to us at RM World Travel on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn, or just go through the Contact Us tab on rmworldtravel.com. This is RM World Travel. We'll be right back in a quick three minutes. Don't touch that channel. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-378-0025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. 
We'll be right back. Whether you're busy planning your next trip, headed to the ski slopes, listening at home with a fire, or catching some rays on a warm beach, Happy New Year from all of us at RM World Travel. Today's broadcast is an encore presentation. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to go from emails to segment 10, or our J block of this week's two-hour RM World Travel broadcast. Mary and I appreciate you sticking around for the remaining seven minutes or so of the show today, and we're sponsored by Ancestry.com. When you travel, do you ever visit places where your family came from or try to learn more about your past? Every person in family has a story, and Ancestry DNA can reveal ethnic origins and provide historical details that bring unique family stories to life. That's why we believe it's a meaningful gift with the power to connect families over the holidays. From discovering origins in over 500 regions to the most connections to living relatives, no other DNA test delivers such a unique interactive experience. Only Ancestry DNA uses the world's largest family history database to give you a deeper and more detailed DNA story. Right now, you can save big on Ancestry DNA with special holiday pricing, and then give the gift that can unwrap history. Go to Ancestry.com for more or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Okay, I believe it was towards the end of August that David and Kay Scott were last on the show, and you may recall they've spent years visiting our country's national parks. Although most travelers view the parks as summer destinations, the Scots say not so fast, think winter too. Most park lodges and facilities do close in the fall, but if you stay open for winter and provide a unique experience if you enjoy cold weather activities that can go beyond skiing. To learn more, off to the show hotline we go to reconnect with David and Kay Scott. Kay and David, nice to have you back on the program with Mary and me today. Well, thank you. We Good. enjoyed talking to you. Good to be with you. I appreciate that very much. So, Kay, let's start with you. You know, out of the small number of national parks that still have lodges and facilities that remain open during the winter months, since you and Dave have been to so many, what's the one you might recommend the most to us? I don't know if it's Yellowstone or not, but give us an idea for a winter visit and a few reasons why. I would say Yellowstone is definitely unique because most people go in the summer, and in the winter, it's another world. You can only travel in to the center of it by a snow coach, and it's just quiet. There aren't people around. When David and I were there, we snowshoed to Old Faithful, and we were the only two people there. Um, That's a great event. Just, yeah, and it's beautiful with the snow and everything. Now, it's about the same price. It's not, you know, they don't add more on except that you've got to pay for the transportation of the snow coach. If you stay at the north end of the park at Mammoth, uh, you can actually drive there from Livingston or Bozeman, and they also have transportation on the road to Mammoth. So you really don't even have to rent a car if you don't want to. You fly into Bozeman and get transportation to the Mammoth area. Okay. And David, I know that you've also recommended Mount Rainier National Park in Washington. That's a favorite park of ours. We've only been there in the summertime. Tell us a little bit about that park. I know they do have the National Park Inn, which people love. Is it open all year round? Is it open in the winter? Yes. Mount Rainier has two lodges. The, the most famous lodge is the classic lodge called Paradise Inn. And uh, it is at a very high uh, elevation, and it is snowed in in the winter. They get huge snows there. But National Park Inn is uh, further down, and it stays open all year. It's relatively small. It doesn't have a lot of rooms, just 25. And not all of them have a private bathroom. But it's really a nice lodge, and we always enjoy staying there. And the people that run it told us, actually, when the executives would come out, they often would prefer to stay there rather than Paradise. 
Okay. And then another one I want to touch on, a park that I actually was not aware was open in the winter is Yosemite. I think of Yosemite as hiking and uh, all kinds of trails for all levels, fishing, biking, certainly warm weather as well, but it's also on your winter list. Why? Well, the Awani is open, Curry Village, even with some tents that are heated, and then uh, Yosemite Lodge is open, so those three. We've been there in the winter, and with the glistening of snow, it's just gorgeous. We uh, don't usually drive. We took a bus. We took the train to, I can't remember where, to the edge, and then we caught the bus into the valley, and then they have their shuttles running all around the valley. Of course, the road over the mountains is closed. In in the summertime, uh, Yosemite Valley is often so crowded it's difficult to enjoy. But our experience in the winter was Yosemite Valley was very pleasant. Well, that's been our experience, as you said. I mean, it's just when you're there in the summer months, it really is tough. And it is. You come away saying, all right, I've been there, but the experience is not as enjoyable. We felt the same way. You have trouble parking. I mean, we've done this for, I guess, 40 years, and it didn't used to be like that, but it's gotten worse and worse, and Zion's gotten the same way. Uh, mm-hmm. Zion National Park is, is really jammed up uh, you know, in, the, as, in the summertime. As Mary and I travel around the world with the show and that, and we go different places, I will tell you that one of the things that uh, it's, it's a constant. There are certain cities that people will ask, especially outside of the U.S., they want to come to, and they'll tell us. But the national parks in the U.S. is an absolute draw for travelers. You know, obviously, we've got our own folks in the U.S. that travel, but from other countries, they want to come here for the mm-hmm. national parks because we do yeah, have some amazing treasures. Park. Yeah, they do. Is there, real quick, if you give us like 10 seconds, one other park, because then unfortunately we have to wrap the show today. Yeah, a great uh, winter park is Big Bend in southern part of Texas. The lodge is open all year, and they occasionally get some snow down there, but you can cross over into Mexico where uh, some fellows will come over. That is a uh, really good one as well. A Uh, rowboat. And you you can cross the border in a rowboat. Kay and Dave, always nice to connect with you. We hope you enjoy a pleasant Christmas season. And something tells me that a national park might be in the future again for you. So uh, have a good time and and happy travels. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Take care. Thank you. Uh Bye. All right, there goes Kay and Dave. Uh, we'll have them back for sure. Definitely. Fun couple. And if you want to follow their travel adventures, their website is nationalparkstraveler.org. There we go. And right now it is time for us to say goodbye to all of you for this week. Thanks for listening these past two hours. Special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates and sponsors, and to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.